If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. And now, everybody, enjoy knowing live from Boston, Massachusetts. in the audience <laughs> <laughs> or angels which is it though man is it angels or aliens that's the quandary wasn't that the name of the band uh, that that dude from blink 182 started yeah angels or aliens oh, I think you're right yeah <laughs> uh, either or either or this is my <laughs> new band either or <laughs> uh, speaking of either or my name is Andrew Jupin I'm Chris Cabin Eric Siska Steven Sadek and we are We Hate Movies from New York City how the hell are you this evening? Are you taking both beers out of the bucket, man? I am. Well, I'll just go fuck myself okay. then. Oh, I, I see. Because the oh. Okay. I am thrilled about a bucket. I just love a bucket. <laughs> you you could pay us in a bucket of beer. <laughs> Uh, so this is the first night of our East Cage tour. Thanks so much for coming out. Yeah, thanks, everybody. Um, yeah. <laughs> So, quick question before we get started. How many of you guys are aware of the program we run on the internet every week? Yeah. A few. A lot of internet fans. Yeah. A lot of internet fans. I like A lot of fans of the internet in general. A lot of WWW guys. You know, I just love logging on. Yeah, you got to log on. Logging on, surfing. Oh, in, yes. Honestly, wetsuit wet on. Honestly, we could all afford to log off sometimes. Am I right? <laughs> you know, like... Well, hashtag disconnect. <laughs> Doing a PSA. That's good. That's a good way to rev everybody up. Oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> These kids and their damn phones. Am I right? <laughs> I'm your dad. Hi, I'm your dad. <laughs> oh, yikes. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, for those who don't, we are a comedy show based out of New York City where uh, we use a movie, uh, good, bad, shitty, miscellaneous, uh, as a jumping off point for a conversation uh, like you're going to see tonight. Um, so that is basically the gist. Uh, anybody seeing us live for the first time? Awesome. Oh, man. I, like I apologize in advance. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Sorry. It's not advance anymore. They're here. It sucks. Oh, sorry. Uh, it sucks that yeah, they're here. Yeah, this is it, dude. There's no more steps. <laughs> oh, wait. This isn't the pre-audience? I thought this was the first audience. <laughs> I thought they were a mirage. <laughs> You're just high as a kite, man. I am. I think I'm an alien. <laughs> so speaking of aliens, by the way, tonight's film in question is Knowing uh, from two... No, 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 no. Don't the do fuck it. are you thinking? No. Don't do it. Uh, from 2009, directed by Alex Proyas, right? The Crow, 
Uh, what else? Dark City. Dark, Dark City. City. Yeah. What was that Gods of Egypt movie? Yeah. That, that, that was yeah. literally what it was that's, called. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. That was a real stink fest. It was indeed. You got a giant Jamie Lannister in that movie, though. <laughs> that ain't bad. Oh, my God, a giant Jamie. <laughs> oh, he's going to crush me with his big, besandaled feet. <laughs> that's a great Dane. <laughs> He's a Danish well, actor. I, I, I got, no, I they got were it, getting it, man. Right. You just got to give it a <laughs> second right. to catch fire. Now I'm kind of into the idea of rebooting Marmaduke with uh, Jamie Lannister. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yes. Mm-hmm. Hey, As the real life Marmaduke, no CGI, just him. Yeah. And the t- <laughs> Was that that Owen Wilson movie? Oh, wow, I'm a big dog. <laughs> he did the voice of the dog? Hey, I'm just a big dog. I, I get into all sorts of situations. I thought he was the dog owner. No, no, I think he's, he's a doing, dog. I think he's doing Marmaduke. Well, wow. he's not doing Mar- He's he's <laughs> playing Marmaduke. No, that was that Bobcat Goldthwait movie yeah, yeah. where that oh, chick fucked that dog. That's important. That's, that's what you're thinking about. Important he's distinction. Playing Marmaduke. Because you're also we're conflating it with that other movie uh, where the, Owen Wilson and his family buy a dog and the dog is shitty and then the dog dies. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Does yes. Marmaduke die at the end of that movie? You, you mean Dupree, right? The, Dupree was the dog. <laughs> yes. Also, the That's way right. he put it, the dog wasn't sentenced to death. It died. <laughs> so oh, like wow, I've been sentenced to death. <laughs> uh, you know, seeing a dog hang would be something different, right? <laughs> I'm not saying I want to, but... I mean, yeah, technically you're not wrong. That's fine. <laughs> so this movie, how many of you guys saw this movie before the announcement of the tour? Oh, God. <clears throat> how many of those were in the theater... Oh, yeah, that tapered right the fuck off. (laughs) Those are your people. Yes. Those are your people. Yes, you also (laughs) wasted time and money. No, Eric, didn't we see this together in the theater? Did we? Oh, then I was really high. <laughs> I, you know, I was. Was I alone? <laughs> no, I might. I was there probably. Hey, Eric, man, this movie sucks. <laughs> Tell that guy to shut up. <laughs> I don't know who Eric is. I'm clearly a woman named Diane. <laughs> No, so this is the Nicolas Cage movie where his son gets a sheet of numbers, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's a code for tragedies that have happened, mm-hmm. or something. <laughs> or something. Something. Oh, what is this, Caleb? Is this Pi Day? Is it Pi Day today? Man, Pi Day fucking pie sucks. Day? <laughs> I didn't get him any Pi Day gifts. Well, it's bullshit because Pi goes on forever. So 314, it should be 314. And human tragedy also goes on forever. It's true. Did you ever have those like people you went to high school with that bragged about like knowing how far out they could do Pi? Oh, really? Well, Catholic school, they didn't believe in science over there. You don't count, Steve. I was talking to the other two. I know friends who brag about eating Pi. You're just talking about me, aren't you? I'm just subtweeting you on stage. Oh, that's good. <laughs> so this movie starts with one of the dumber things human society can do, a time capsule. I, okay, oh, you know what? You, you said this earlier. It's 1959. Uh-huh. What else are they going to do? <laughs> They've got I Love Lucy and the Bay of Pigs. <laughs> you want to know what my uh, favorite time capsule is? A coffin. <laughs> I'm telling you, exhume a body uh-huh. after 50 years, it'll surprise you. <laughs> Listen, this summer, you're going to be picking it up from uh, Random House Press. Eric Siska's 101 jokes you can tell to make your family leave you. <laughs> I'll write it. This is just what I thought it would look like. 
So it's like, it's 1959. Set the scene. It's 1959. Uh-huh. It's a school yep. somewhere around the Boston area, which is why we selected it for you fine people this evening. Wow. Um, a local favorite film, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys got this, Boondock Saints. <laughs> that one where Ben Affleck robs Fenway. <laughs> the Departed. Not only Departed. I didn't want to bring that one up, though, man. Okay. Trying to do the deeper cuts, like oh. knowing. Oh, but also, right. you should... <laughs> I mean, this, you could also do this, show, this episode in Australia, which is where the movie's filmed. Oh, yeah. And yeah. it's so Australia. <laughs> it's crazy There's throughout the... the room in the background. <laughs> Dude, the whole movie, all those Bostonian extras are like, crack! Uh, <laughs> I meant, oh, fuck. If, if you see a kangaroo, it's an alien, okay? <laughs> or an angel or whatever this is about. Look, it's got a gooey sack right there. <laughs> I'm reaching my hand in this alien sack. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> yeah, no, it was meant to be gross. <laughs> Sometimes this show gets gross. Wait, well, Yahoo is- Serious is a person? <laughs> It's the teacher, and she's like, oh, you know, we're opening this new school. It's 1959, and everyone got pulled for a great idea about how to celebrate this. And Lucinda had the best idea, which was a time capsule. Like, barn dance wasn't used. No, barn burning wasn't used. Barn burning wasn't used. Raffle. A raffle could have been fun. How about a nice bake sale? Sure. A sock hop. Oh, Everybody loves a sock hop. But the fucking, the time capsule's so expensive. They went all, like, listen, if you're a school administrator and your student is like, oh, a time capsule is a great idea, here's what you do. You get a stack of index cards and a fucking shoebox yeah. <laughs> and a shovel. Yeah, That's well, all you need. Guys, it's 1959. The, the principal probably had an old bomb from the big one. <laughs> eh, just hollow it out. It's a dud Well, anyway. that's what I'm talking about, man. It looks like Magneto built this fucking thing. <laughs> There's like this cement hole in the ground and this canister and there's like fucking dry ice. Yes, yes, Charles. Let's bury it for 50 years. (laughs) Maybe they'll understand us then. (laughs) And usually when you're doing a time capsule, right, it's like shit that's important. You maybe toss some baseball cards in. Sure, a newspaper would be fun. Yeah, any old garbage like Uh, that. Your dead hamster. Sure. Get fuzzy in there. Fuck it. Yeah. Maybe he'll come back from the dead. Oh, dude, you could cask of a Montliato that hamster? Just <laughs> bury him alive? I told you to stay in your cage, fuzzy. <laughs> now look. You future got capsuled. capsuled. Future generations will be in awe of you. <laughs> but instead, this school's just like, here's some construction paper. Do a bunch of shitty drawings your parents would throw out anyway. <laughs> and that's what's in the time capsule. That really needs to be stressed. These are the shittiest drawings <laughs> I've ever seen. Even by kids' standards. This is garbage. Uh, you should make a ar- great art teacher, you know? That I would. I'd, yeah. Shit, shit, shit. Listen, they, expelled. They, 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 this is supposed to be a dinosaur that's a green circle. What the fuck are you doing? The kids, they gotta learn art criticism sometimes yes. if they're ever gonna be the next Picasso. Well, he would be the number 10 uh, contrarian art critic of all time. That's right. <laughs> yes, I would. <laughs> The, uh, but Lucinda is uh, like a psychic girl or something. Because everything in Boston and in the New England area from Stephen King times, how many psychics are in the room right now, out of curiosity? Because I mean, every fifth person in a Stephen King book is psychic. Yeah. In some capacity, like yeah. reading minds, sure. telekinesis, but maybe. This is different because the son is talking to the girl, right? <laughs> yes. You, I think that's what we're, we're uh, that's what I gleamed from it. She's staring at the sun. Not yeah. supposed to do it, by the way. No. <laughs> and it's like whispering her numbers. 
numbers and like, you know, just two scoops of raisins. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. I think I caught that. Yes. A little raisin brand plug in this movie. <laughs> sure. It's a balanced <laughs> breakfast. You might want to consider it. <laughs> this girl looks like she needs some sun, though, because they cast, like, the girl who was rejected to play the girl in the ring. Yes. <laughs> she was on the short list. And they're like, no, don't go outside yet. We've got another project for you. <laughs> Stay in your cage. <laughs> but, I mean, maybe that's that why... That didn't they, actually you know, happen. That's, <laughs> it did happen, and that's Australia for you. Boom. Yep. But so uh, she she fails this assignment. It's like, draw a picture that you like. Fails she, hard, dude. She writes all these numbers, and this teacher's like, "Well, this is bullshit. <laughs> it's not even Pi Day. <laughs> it's not even Pi Day. I'm not I'm not gonna put this in the time capsule. It's just see, gonna confuse this, people. See, this is a teacher after my own heart. <laughs> this is bullshit. Get it out of my classroom now. <laughs> no, but she she, she does, does put it. it in the time yeah. capsule. Is the thing. And thank God, because otherwise, I mean, no movie. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Shorter movie. Thank God. <laughs> it takes, speaking of this time capsule, it takes two guys to put this thing in the ground. <laughs> no, two dude, guys. No, 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 dude. It's because those dudes are union. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Oh, you got a time capsule job, huh? Well, it's a minimum of a time and a half. Eight hours at minimum. Two guys. Oh, no, three. You got to get the foreman in there. Whoa, wait, 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 wait. You're going to use a shoebox. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Got this Xavier canister. We well, stole it from Magneto. Well, say what you want about those guys. That's why you got weekends. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> You're absolutely right, dude. So they bury it, and she gets some more messages from the sun. She escapes. I mean, she's talking to the sun. By the way, I yeah. love that this movie, the, the whole end of the movie, spoiler alert, is like the sun destroys everything. I think the sun's the bad guy. The sun's the bad <laughs> Total villain of the film. But they set up the sun. Like, it is, <laughs> right. They introduce the sun. Oh, no, he's set up. He's, the sun is framed by these aliens. Oh, right? I see. At MIT, you get the backstory of the sun. <laughs> exactly. Oh, right. <laughs> Nicholas Cage is a fun professor, and he likes to throw models at you. Models. I, this is MIT. This is what they do. Models. In an astrophysics course at MIT, he has posters. I think I saw a kitten one. <laughs> to be fair, if you didn't set up the sun and its powers, it would just be a Mary Sue, which you don't want. Uh, that's, that's Dear the internet, <laughs> the Mary Sue sun that I saw... In what would have been a flawless film otherwise. And it's just heating the whole planet the whole time. I mean, I it, it does a solar flare, and we don't see it training to do solar <laughs> flares. All right. All right, that's it. I'm editing out the sun from this movie and re-releasing it online. <laughs> now Man, it's that not, dude sucks. Now it's not like a Marvel movie anymore. Aww. It's uh, the demarvelized edition of the knowing. The sun's dark. <laughs> Now it's the moon. It's the moon. <laughs> the the moon. way it fucking should be. God damn it! See, now if the moon was talking to this little girl, we got ourselves a werewolf movie, my friend. <laughs> That'd be amazing, right? If she turned into a werewolf? Hey, uh, little girl, don't you want to change into a monster? <laughs> Two but scoops of moon cheese. <laughs> oh, ew. Oh. But the sun's I giving her I heard myself say that. I'm yeah. sorry. The sun's giving her all sorts of bad juju. She hides in a closet and starts scratching into the walls like an animal. Uh, not into the walls. What uh, is she doing? Into, oh, she's scratching at the door. She's scratching at the door. She's scratching at the door. <laughs> scratching at the door. Scratching at the door. See Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance. 
Another Nicolas Cage classic. <laughs> and then we then we just cut to Nicolas Cage. He's making a barbecue for his son. At night, dude. I, something about here's the combo. This is the combo that you're you're privy to here. At night, barbecue. He's chugging red wine, making hot dogs. <laughs> And we later find out it's a famous hot dog dinner. Dude, anytime someone is like, oh yeah, granddad's famous hot dog recipe, <laughs> that old fuck just boiled it in water. Yeah. There's no famous hot dog recipe. Uh, it's uh, famous because I put them in the microwave. <laughs> when you're a func- highly functioning alcoholic, hot dogs yeah. can be famous. <laughs> That's that was, what, oh, yeah, man, you went all the way to the trouble of making you hot dogs. That Nathan was a lush. <laughs> <laughs> but what is it? What he calls it? He's like, hot dogs on the run. That, I think, is just you will eat these and instantly get diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> what else would that mean? Are you leaving right after this? I mean, hot dogs on the go, I can understand. Shh. You leave the, the grill I mean, with your bun in di- hand. You're going directly to bed afterwards, which is also crazy. <laughs> no, Dude, you gotta wait. Sounds... It's like swimming, man. You gotta wait like 30 minutes to sleep before you eat, after you eat <laughs> a hot know, dog. I don't know, man. Housing some hot dogs and going right to bed sounds right in my zone. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, his son comes out. They have a nice little talk. He informs him that he's a vegetarian. He's like, well, what are you gonna fucking tell me, man? Which I love. <laughs> Why don't you inform the guy who buys the groceries, stupid child? (laughs) I I just did, idiot. (laughs) That's what's awesome is this little turd kid, he claps back, and he claps hard. (laughs) He tells that Nicolas Cage to shut his fucking mouth, man. It's awesome. Can we talk about the appearance of this film? So it's like, this is like 2009. It's when he was really gaunt. The coke was flowing really well in New Orleans. And like, he... Did the, I know that he had like government problems with taxes, etc. Did they take his sideburns? Was that the settlement? Because yeah. he's got no sideburns. It's, it's either, like it starts here. Tax man took my burns. <laughs> they took my burns. All right, well, Nicholas, we're going to take 34% of your salary going forward. Uh, your sideburns are gone. And uh, now you can, uh, you can keep the pyramid grave. Yeah, you can, you can keep that. That's oh, fine. Oh, that's not going to... He got Uncle Francis to pay for that, dude. Uh, Steve, you had a great description earlier when we were talking about this, about Nicolas Cage's appearance, that he looks like a scarecrow. He does! He, There's, looks, <laughs> he looks like a living scarecrow. He looks like Ichabod Crane, Ichabod Cane on crack. I've fallen on hard times. Like, you know, I saw that headless horseman and it freaked me out. I got hooked on crank after that. That's a combined crane on hard times. <laughs> the, th- the thing is, uh, about his appearance, there's a shot when he's teaching and they're shooting him like head on and you can see light like through the hair. Yes. Yeah. You got to cut that out, editing department. <laughs> he must have been furious. <laughs> I told you the sun was the enemy. (laughs) Also, if you're being fitted for a wig, man, just stipulate it's got to have natural-looking sideburns. Wait, hold on. He's got a wig? (laughs) That's what the internet tells me. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's... It's a rug. Wait, you guys like the internet, right? (laughs) Yeah! (laughs) Internet people. (laughs) So he's putting his kid to bed, and he's like, look, uh, by the way, your mom is dead. Thank you, audience. But... (laughs) You're doing a little little peppery exposition, and the kid's like, "Is mom in heaven?" And he's like, "Yeah, about that." I mean, like, 
I feel like if your kid is asking you that, the answer is always yes. Of course, of course it is. Oh, mommy's looking down. She's at a big fucking cloud with a, with a harp and the whole bit. I mean, do you know how easy it is to lie to children? Yeah. <laughs> it's like 90% of being a parent is just lying to them constantly. Especially about metaphysics. Like, you know, this kid's not going to prove you wrong. Oh, yes, Caleb. Uh, heaven is a hole in the ground. <laughs> You know, Caleb, I heard that heaven is a place on earth. <laughs> it's called ooh, our backyard. Ooh, Caleb. Ooh, heaven is a place on earth. They say in heaven, Caleb, love comes first. Ooh, heaven, Caleb, is a place on earth. All right, I'm not listening to music anymore either. No more meat and no more music. You killed hot dogs for me, you killed music, and you killed Jesus. <laughs> Well, no, sweetie. Actually, your mom is decomposing right now. <laughs> she's meat. I know you're a vegetarian, but she's just meat. Dude, she's not decomposing shit. We learned she got burned up in a hotel fire. That's right. Free cremation. And now she's in a... She's... I'm she, not she, she's making it up. She's now in a special type of time capsule called an urn. <laughs> Put a bunch of numbers in there too. Uh, so yeah, he goes to his class. He's like, "Hey, everybody, the sun, right?" And they're like, "We're paying ninety thousand dollars for this." <laughs> okay, student loans, awesome. Well, there are all these foreign exchange students from Australia, dude, oh, including true. someone who'd become famous later on. Liam Hemsworth is in this movie. Yes, as bewildered student number four. <laughs> <laughs> It's really in and out, huh? He, yeah. like, answers one Nicolas Cage question, throws the little sunball back to him, and then he's never seen again. He might be wearing a wig, too, in this, by the way. <laughs> it looked weird. No, that's just, like, he's got, like, a, like a year 2000 haircut. It right. looks oh, like Zach Morris a little bit. Like, it's like a blonde yeah. thing. Yeah. 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 I'm, yeah. Su I'm surprised there's not frosted tips, honestly. Yeah. I was expecting it. It's kind of like a bad dye job, though, of some kind. It's also really curly. Well, it's like Liam Hemsworth. Who cares? Like, honestly, like, you know what, dude? Get that guy off my television. I'm just done. I'm out. I'm just out. Really? Yeah, done. Of course. I would take his goddamn, what, the less, the third brother that's on Westworld over here. <laughs> that one who's, like, mostly a stuntman? Yeah. He's a real, he's like the real meat and potatoes Hemsworth. Crikey. Assault of the Earth Hemsworth. I can get into that. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, uh, uh, Ben Mendelsohn comes in, and he's like, hey, man, you owe me a latte, so let's hang out. Let's talk about this kind of a thing. And, like, more, there's more like, oh, you should meet this lady because she's oh got a, P a ph double d he calls it. <laughs> so I she's got her doctorate, <laughs> and she's got big tits. <laughs> Does everybody get it? <laughs> I just love that not even a doctorate could stop Ben Mendelsohn. <laughs> It's like, uh, no dignity, sorry. Hey, buddy, tits. Oh, you're still mourning your dead wife, sorry. I'm sorry, oh, oh boy, I'm sorry about that. And it's also that, like, super uncomfortable, like, hey, you know, I know you're really bummed about your wife that was a fucking crispy critter in that hotel room. <laughs> right, but, like, it's been half a year, man. Get it wet. <laughs> Come over to my house, have dinner with my wife and PHDD. <laughs> We'll put it, on Cinemax after 11.30. You, you're right. It, it does sound a bit like a sex party because it's not just like oh, come over. And yes. Because it, it, it just sounds like keys could be involved at some point. Exactly. That's a two-way mirror if I ever heard <laughs> Ben Mendelsohn, oh, yeah, um, I'm just going to be behind here. And you, you and my sister-in-law can go at it. 
Hey, me buddy, and, tell me how she is. <laughs> yeah, me, and, me, and, me and Willem Dafoe are going to be behind this mirror here. <laughs> if you hear any coughing, don't worry about it. <laughs> so he rejects that offer. Yeah. yeah. And uh, he goes, to, yeah. his son is now at the, uh, he's singing at the, uh, 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 the unveiling of the time capsule. Mm. Mm. Nicolas Cage realizes he's late to it by going, oh no, Caleb ceremony. <laughs> You're just like, dial it back, man. What a fucking ceremony. And he's like running like this because he's trying to keep his hair on his head. <laughs> he's got a little, he's got a, little uh, a strap underneath, maybe. They're going to think I escaped from the cornfield. <laughs> Again, sideburns would be helpful. It keeps everything kind of, you know, normal looking. Yeah, I'd be like, wow, I thought that was a scarecrow for a second, but I saw those sideburns. It's clearly Nicolas Cage. <laughs> I have the power to repel birds. <laughs> Here's my fear tonic. He also kind of looks like Earthworm Jim a little bit. Like, is he oh, yeah, he does. And his head gets narrower. <laughs> oh, man. Dude, Earthworm Jim live action movie? Yeah, we could do that. If we can do a fucking Sonic the Hedgehog this summer, I mean, come on. You know what? If, if you pay him money, he'll do it. Yeah. Well, That's the, the cool thing. The creator of that like, was, came out as a bigot or something? Yeah, oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> like willingly. I'm a bigot. <laughs> hey, I'm a bigot. Yeah, it was on Time Magazine. Yup, I'm a bigot. <laughs> so whatever, they're singing This Little Light of Mine. It's yeah. a really fucking terrible children's choir, first of all. Yeah. And you, uh, what I love about the way they set up this ceremony, all of these teachers could not be less excited to be at this thing. You see this crop of like 10 people just like... Wah, wah. <laughs> Just well, these Debbie Downer-looking motherfuckers? It's awesome. It sounds like a day off when it's being pitched to you, but then you're like, oh, wait, I have to come to this? Exactly. <laughs> and it's only some of the teachers. Yeah, I think exactly, that's the thing. Yeah. They, like, ten of them drew the short straw, <laughs> and everybody else got to fuck off for the rest of the day. <laughs> oh, Bill, you want to come drinking later? No, man, I got to go to the ceremony. <laughs> and these kids are acting like maniacs. My God, they're like it's zombies grabbing at these goddamn letters. Who gives a shit? <laughs> <laughs> Well, they cart out the teacher who came up with the whole thing. Mm. She's 104 years old. <laughs> Where am I? <laughs> we took her out of a time capsule, kids. Had like a lot of union guys for that. <laughs> she starts doing a lot of puns. She's like a crypt keeper. Anyway. <laughs> Welcome to the time capsule unveiling. <laughs> I'm just dying to see what's in it. <laughs> But again, 1959, it makes sense that you're excited. 2009, you have the internet, you have video games. What are you doing trying to go after this thing like it's the cure and contagion? Oh, cool, a picture of Buck Rogers. Awesome. <laughs> this is so much better than a fucking video game. A, a picture of Buck Rogers. That's just a red splot. <laughs> exactly. It's all crayon drawings. Yeah, They're terrible. And then this kid gets uh, ripped off. He gets his fucking picture of numbers on it. I would be furious. <laughs> yeah. Ripped I love the, <laughs> the kid that comes up like, hey, what did you get? Oh, numbers. That's stupid. Bye. <laughs> well, it's like he's commenting on the movie in the movie. <laughs> he should show up later. Yeah. Oh, wait. They're angels or, de or, 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 or aliens? That's Alien stupid. angels. Bye. <laughs> wait, Rose Burns in this movie? Yeah, bye. <laughs> You're tuning out for Rose Byrne? No, no, I'm just saying he would be commenting. I'm oh, not oh, oh, this oh, kid see. is a bit of a stinker. Yes. Oh, wow, this movie's two hours? Weird. Bye. <laughs> yeah. 
So the kid takes the the le- the numbers start speaking to him now, and also he. No, no, is this the letter or the son? It's. <laughs> Raisin Bran. Raisin Bran. <laughs> but also these Anthony Michael Hall motherfuckers are also second. around. This is the calorie information for Raisin Bran. <laughs> Serving size half a bowl. What the fuck? Okay, so it's cup. Calories and the amount of milk you should use. <laughs> Caleb, what's riboflavin? <laughs> Caleb! Caleb, I eat raisin ba- bran by the bag. <laughs> this is like strapped to his fucking <laughs> face like a horse. <laughs> what? Oh, oh, yeah, the end of the world. <laughs> but uh, he brings it home, and, you know, because the, no- the-, the letters are talking to him or whatever the fuck. He's going crazy. And uh, his dad finds it, and he's like, oh, man, you stole. I mean, I guess, so also these kids are excited to hold a piece of paper <laughs> and then give it back to their teacher. What a fucking great day at school. Great point, Steve. Great point, because why would they not just go immediately in the garbage? <laughs> oh, you want to take this paper full of numbers home? Fucking great. But less <laughs> for Larry the janitor to clean up afterwards. You're giving all these pictures to kids to hold and then give back. It's just... Uh, you're, you're just asking for boogers. This is a booger <laughs> yeah. receptacle. Oh, yeah, or like fucking food on it. Mm-hmm. Feces. <laughs> kids, This man, time, Captain, was stupid. I'm wiping my ass with it. You, you, hear, you hear what kids are like? <laughs> they wipe their ass with it. <laughs> uh, so, um, again, being a highly functioning alcoholic, Nicolas Cage is like, that's ridiculous. Let me drink the world's largest glass of whiskey. <laughs> It's overflowing. I love this. You never found yourself in that position where you're pouring out like a couple of fingers. Yeah. You get distracted by a mysterious thing of numbers. You (laughs) overflow the fucking glass. At this point, just chug, man. Do the the bottle thing. It's a little more dignified. Yeah. I mean, drinking out of a bottle is way more dignified than what he does, which is having to slurp it off of the carpet. I thought oh, that's what I did. That's the only that's way. Me in college, pardon me. That's the only way I could have a beautiful mind <laughs> and see the numbers work. Now they're just dancing, <laughs> dancing on the page. Oh, oh, Caleb, look away. These numbers are 69. <laughs> the numbers he notices because he puts this enormous cup on it and it makes a ring mm-hmm. and it's 91101. And he's like, well, that seems familiar. <laughs> Where, oh, where have I seen those numbers before? Oh, uh, I was supposed to never forget something. <laughs> he has to Google it. <laughs> he does. <laughs> and to be fair, he's from Massachusetts. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> what a fucking asshole. <laughs> uh, I just want to let you guys be involved in the show. <laughs> No, but what's hilarious is like, of course, that's what they have to use to yeah. ground it in like, oh, fuck, this piece of paper means business. <laughs> and it's the only one we remember. You can't use the date the Titanic sang. Mm. You well, know, when, yeah, when, when was Waco? Nobody cares. <laughs> Waco, that's a great question. Waco has to be on this document. Oh, absolutely. I mean, Titanic is too early. Too early, yeah. unfortunately. So it's 59 plus. Yeah, 59 and on. The Korean War, Vietnam, they've all got to be there, and those numbers must be really fucking long. (laughs) Well, that's what's kind of obnoxious about these aliens, right? They're being very picky-choosy about which tragic events they put on their little numbers sheet. Spoiler alert, the event that killed Nicolas Cage's wife is on this list, and it killed 40 people? How is that making the list? 
That's oh. not making national news. <laughs> Come on. Caleb. I think that's a good barometer, right? Like national news or above. <laughs> on this list, is there's a fender bender on I-95 <laughs> and two people got injured. It's on the list. <laughs> oh my God. That time I got a paper cut in college. <laughs> it's right there. But, like, why not every day? Just give me the body count for every single day on Earth. Well, exactly. Everyone's dying all the time, exactly. baby. Everybody's. It's, so it's the date, uh, the casualty level. Uh, right. So that's kill count. Kill, can we call, we'll call that the kill yeah. count? <laughs> the sun's kill count. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Is the sun influencing these things? Oh, what? yeah. The sun yeah, is the okay. puppet master of this whole fucking thing. <laughs> okay. the, the aliens hired the sun. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> And the sun's doing all the work, okay. man. Unless the aliens planted the shit on him. I don't know. Oh, oh that's yeah. true. By the way, when he writes out 9 he's like, oh, 91. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> 10. Dude. 1. Okay. That is a thing you have to get immediately. <laughs> he's like, no, the slash can't go there. <laughs> no, what's 91. My grandmother died at 89, no. Wait, maybe she lived. Okay, Rescue 911, that was William Shatner's show. Okay, got it. It's also great, it was way better than America's Most Wanted. Hold on a second, are these phone numbers? Should I call 911? Oh my God, this is every number the Jerky Boys called. It makes perfect sense. Yeah, I'd like to speak to whoever's in charge. Yeah, the sun. <laughs> I got the jerky Rolodex. This could be worth a fortune. <laughs> it's like finding fucking Biff's Almanac, dude. <laughs> the jerky boy's Rolodex? You better believe it. So once he gets that rubric, he starts like going through all of them. And again, yeah, Waco shows up. Some earthquakes are there. Uh, Oklahoma City bombing, another classic you want to bring up in this movie. Yeah, the... Uh, uh, few earthquakes. The Joey, the spinoff from Friends is on there. Yeah. <laughs> Surprisingly a lot. Over 2,000 casualties. So. <laughs> I'm just saying, make them up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. You can make up, you know, because there's like rando car accidents on there that you don't know. I'm just saying like this movie would have been fine without invoking 9-11. Sure. That's all. That be probably would have been totally fine. At the same time, it's the big guy, you know? <laughs> yeah. You're like, yeah, oh yeah, okay, these are tragedies. If you didn't have it, someone would complain. <laughs> so he gets this. And he goes to Google more and plays the worst game of number hunt I've ever seen. To And he's doing all this while drinking constantly. This is like 10 minutes of this movie. You're just watching him drink a bunch of whiskey and circle shit. And then the next day he drops his kid off and he's like, the kid's like, Dad, you're being really awkward. He's like, no, dude, I've got a hangover. <laughs> yeah, I'm awkward. Yeah, I'm very awkward today. I'm so awkward that I'm wearing sunglasses all day. You've been really awkward since mom burned in that fire. <laughs> been awkward a lot. I'm awkward I'm going to eat a bacon, egg, and cheese and go back to sleep. <laughs> That's how fucking awkward I am, Caleb. Dad, you have a job. No, I don't. <laughs> Not today, I don't. He tries to pitch this shit to Ben Mendelsohn, speaking of his Wait, job. pitch it? <laughs> pitch it. No, I just kind of like the idea of like, dude, get, get on this, dude. Get in on it. Yeah, you get him in an, an elevator. on floor of this fucking paranoid conspiracy. <laughs> and Ben Mendelsohn doesn't buy it clearly because it's like date, casualty, but then there's like other numbers that they haven't figured out yet. Oh, yeah, that's nothing. It means nothing. <laughs> yeah, no, just erase that part. It's fine. <laughs> this makes it work. 
Well, it's also hard to read because he starts up, you know, it's very straight, but then it starts going like... Duh, 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 duh. <laughs> yeah, the circling is way too precise for how <laughs> fucking shit-faced he should be. <laughs> Wait a minute. Those numbers are the, the numbers of everyone who fell off of Royal Rumble. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God, it's got every WrestleMania and SummerSlam. <laughs> <laughs> right there. Right there, the one on the top left. Yeah, there, that's the one where Foley took the belt. <laughs> oh, my God. I cracked it. Bam Bam Bigelow got hit by how many chairs? <laughs> I told my buddy Bam Bam he shouldn't get hit with that many chairs. That's going to cause some brain damage, buddy. And then look what happened. He got a tattoo on the back of his dumb head. <laughs> by God! WrestleMania is in the same breath as the Waco disaster. This ain't right! Yup, and you could tell that this conspiracy really works out because my governorship is also listed amongst the tragedies. <laughs> Yup, there's the day I took office. It's right there. <laughs> yeah. You know, it checks out, guys. That's guys, right. it checks out. I'll be talking further on my Russia TV show uh, with <laughs> Oliver Stone's son. <laughs> oh, Jesse the Body Ventura. I love that guy, man. He's great. He's, he's, he's a real, real Skull hero. Gullet and all. <laughs> that skullet is beautiful. You know what? Cage should embrace the skullet. Yes. Can you imagine? It would look so bad good. <laughs> Can you fucking seriously imagine if Nicolas Cage had a skullet? Right? Does everybody know what a skullet is? Oh, my God. Now, wait a second. Okay, so a skullet, ladies mm. and gentlemen, because right. that was not enough of a we round of We are going to take out a razor blade. <laughs> One volunteer from the audience. It's when you have, you have, like, the male pattern baldness where it's, like, the horseshoe, but then you let what's left of the shoe grow into a ponytail and leave it forever. Yep, that's <laughs> It's a hot look. I'm going to tell you. It's a really it's, it's a rousing a, look. It's, it's a skullet. Yeah, it's a reverse padawan. It's the only way <laughs> It's the only way you could be bald and have long hair at the same time. Which seem counterintuitive, right? Like Yeah, I'm defying physics with this haircut, buddy. <laughs> it proves that physics is bunk. <laughs> yeah, my head's an oxymoron. What of it? <laughs> The fuck did we get on Jesse the Body? Oh, yeah, WrestleMania. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry. <laughs> bam, bam, big lows. And this is what happens. Sometimes we just go off on these yeah. tangents, which is fine because knowing. Mm. <laughs> so he, he realizes, um, oh, my God, tomorrow is going to be one of these tragedies. So I better get drinking. <laughs> I better get drinking so that when tomorrow comes around, I'm drunk enough to drive to the scene of the fucking accident. <laughs> But he's kind of like having an Oscar party about this thing. He's got like snacks, like his kids going to bed. And he's like, yeah, 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 yeah. Dad's got to stay up and watch the news. And he's like watching. And it's like, there was a car accident. He's like, oh, that's not enough, Dad. He's getting uh. bummed out that people aren't dying. Because <laughs> he's got the number. He's searching for 81. Yeah. And he's like, oh, 64, fuck. <laughs> By the way, when he, when he, what convinces Ben Mendelsohn that he might not be completely crazy is he takes out a folder, and I am calling this his dead wife folder, <laughs> because he just has all these printed out from the internet websites about the thing that killed his wife and just shows it to him. He's like, now do you believe me? Yeah. Here's what InfoWars said about that fire. <laughs> I mean, 40 people, though. That's a lot for a fucking hotel. What, what, what is it the Matchbox Hotel? We'll leave the light on for you, dude. <laughs> the pilot light. Yeah, it's like, we, we, you can st- we Listen, can have- we can't afford the Westin, okay? You've got to go to that Fleabag Matchstick <laughs> Motel. 
I'm not saying it's not a tragedy. It's just the series that ends with the end of the world. Yeah. Maybe not. It's just a weird way to build up to it. Like nine car accidents, a hotel fire, and then the end of the world. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and then some other stuff like 9-11 and, you know, Waco. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, would it streamline it more? I mean, we'd hate it more probably if she died in 9-11. Yeah. yeah oh, you yeah. Can't yeah. Know yeah. Definitely big time. So what's you, don't like want another... the, you don't want the audience, like, thinking about it that Yeah, long. but you need some other tier of tragedy. Yeah, you're I right. I feel like this fictitious... Hotel. Nah. You're right. You wouldn't want an audience thinking about 9/11 that much. <laughs> it's almost as if we're talking about it's it. It's okay. <laughs> hey, they're internet people. That's all they read about. So, so he goes. He's driving because uh, he, he's hungover again. He realizes his son is like got to get picked up from soccer practice. Some nonsense. And on the way there, uh, he comes across a traffic uh, stop. And he's mm-hmm. like, well, well, this is a big inconvenience. Yeah, well, and this is like, this screenplay is mm. genius. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> it sets up a little bit of red herring here. Because what the, is causing this traffic stop oh, I love this. is like a tipped over like oil tanker truck. And you're like, oh, <laughs> yep. here it comes. Okay. And while he's like going out and he's asking the cop, he's like, oh, hey, what's going on? Are 81 people dead by any chance? Because <laughs> he also notices the lines of latitude and longitude on his GPS, which he was using to go to his son's school. Because he's fucking wasted, man. He doesn't remember. <laughs> oh, when I like, pick Caleb oh. up from soccer practice, I'm always lit. All oh, this, this is the next number sequence. It's going to happen here. Yay. <laughs> Where are the body bags? I was expecting body bags. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, this sideways plane <laughs> falls on him. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> and they don't even hear it. It's just like it sneaks up on them. <laughs> this is a plane crash ninja, dude. It absolutely is. Because he's asking this highway patrol officer, he's like, hey man, are 81 people dead back there? <laughs> and the cop is like, sir, go back in your car. I can't. Holy shit! <laughs> this and is the great, thing man. Coming, dude, it you looks didn't great. See that coming? No, but it looks good. This is the best scene of the movie, right? Yeah. <laughs> what the hell do you people like? It looks like a. I don't know, like, man. That subway disaster coming up is pretty cool. True. It that's looks true. like a scene from Raccoon City. <laughs> and wait, every, wait, what is Raccoon City? Resident Evil. Oh, okay. Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh. And everyone on the plane was covered in gasoline, obviously. All right, we're about to hit 30,000 feet. Uh, If you look under your seat there, there's a little canister of gasoline. We encourage you at this time to pour it all over your body. Quickly and as thoroughly as possible. Make sure you pour it on yourself first before you pour it on the baby next to you. Yeah, that's grim. Well done. Well done. And Which is what they would end up being as well uh, done. Yes. <laughs> well done, dude. Well done to you two. <laughs> Everyone's running around on fire like so many people. Speaking Not of Resident Evil, man. And Nick Cage is like, hey, hey, what's happening? Hey, stop. Talk to me. Hey, did you know no about running? The, do you know no about, running. <laughs> do you know about the numbers in the sun? Like, I'm oh, on you're fire. a pile of grizzle now? Oh. <laughs> Ah, yeah, what's going on? How's it going, man? <laughs> There's all these... How pu- can I help you? <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's all these puddles of water everywhere, and he's like, I don't know how to... T- I don't have to put out a fire. What does it... Uh, uh, air? Get some air on these people. <laughs> 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 
Oh, he's been dead for minutes. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, he, he does rub like there's a blanket out of nowhere that he throws on this dude I don't know where this blanket came from I, if I'm burning alive don't do it wait <laughs> don't throw a blanket on you no I don't know where it's been <laughs> in an be- air crash <laughs> <laughs> well no, the pr- flames all over your body will sterilize that shit dude <laughs> oh, that's a, true. A, a blanket in a barren field you know what that's for or what that's been used for I assume for. it was from the plane oh okay no dude Steve's right it's a fuck blanket exactly <laughs> Come on. It's clearly a fuck blanket. Oh, no. I, I, let, I let down on my duties as a scarecrow, and the teenagers came and fucked <laughs> on this field. Oh, no, they're <laughs> fucking in my cornfield. No. <laughs> no, a plane crashed in my cornfield. And my, that, oh. <laughs> the scarecrow's not doing anything about that, man. <laughs> yeah, I don't need control air disasters. I thought I could scare birds, including air birds. You know, <laughs> airplane. They're birds, right? Is that like a, that's like an Air Force term? Yeah. Not those famous seabirds. <laughs> so he's freaking out, and uh, he starts, like, giving some guy bad CPR. He's, like, using his elbows. <laughs> and the paramedics run by, and they're like, you killed him! <laughs> he's like, I had to make it to 81. <laughs> I only counted 80. <laughs> he had to die. He's, he's just a serial killer <laughs> trying to complete the code. <laughs> He's got little notches on a notepad. That's the other thing, too, about these tragedies. Like, how, does it, how do you count? Sometimes it takes people a couple days to die. Like, does that count or not? It should. For it the should. purposes of this film, no. Okay. No, <laughs> no so, it's like day of dead. Dude. Single okay. impacts only. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, 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 Ben Mendelsohn, this is mapping out single impacts only. So you're just <laughs> counting opening weekend, then? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yes. <laughs> Which yeah, is right. Movie... We don't care about the foreign box office, dude. <laughs> this movie was number one this weekend. How? A uh, slow week for the movies. Yeah, March two thousand uh, nine. Well, you know why? It was fucking people like me blazed out of their minds going yeah. to the theater. And apparently, me <laughs> <laughs> or maybe I'm not, a- dude. <laughs> I was probably there. Come on. Uh, and oh, his sister is kind of a character who's like trying to get him to come back. Take He's- that back. Well, she is not a character. <laughs> kind of a character. They're trying two scenes. Yeah. Isn't her name, like, barely there or something? <laughs> yes. No, Grace it, barely there. Only there so that he could be like, oh, yeah, that's right. Remember how our dad's a pastor? And, like, one of the most, like, obvious bullshit exposition things. Religion is stupid. That's why I'm a scientist. <laughs> There's only one or the other. It's almost like this movie's got too many plates in the air, man. Yeah. Maybe. I, just, I sit around with my siblings, like, hey, remember what us growing up and what our dad did? Hey, remember how our dad had a job? <laughs> you remember that? Oh, lucky you. <laughs> Sorry to brag, dude. <laughs> Spitting right in his face, man. Uh, and uh, so, like, she's taking care of the kid. He comes home. He doesn't, he, like, washes his face. I'm like, I'm washing everything. I'm doing, like, mm-hmm. the, the crawl into the shower with all my clothes on bit. A, because I want to do that once in my life. You haven't done that yet? No, I haven't done it yet. Oh, it's awesome. (laughs) Really? Oh, really? Oh, yeah. You've done that? Oh, yeah. Just like on the reg? What? Like regularly? Oh, on the reg. (laughs) (laughs) This ear's not so good, man. Uh Well, you you know what? You need a a hearing aid just like uh, Caleb. Yeah, Caleb has a hearing aid. Uh, no, you're just like, I was so hungover, okay? Uh-huh. It was one of those. Right. Sure. Yeah. Oh, that's the story. 
Were, were turn, you, were you the water out of my clothes on? Did your son find a spooky piece of paper the night before, or what? That's what, that's what set the whole thing off, dude. <laughs> uh, whatever, like, it's kind of going on. Uh, his kid keeps getting visited by these tall German aliens <laughs> or something. They all look like Spike from Buffy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they like Buffy. <laughs> or if, like, Pet Shop Boys was a quartet. <laughs> <laughs> they drive up to this kid's house. He's playing soccer. Like, hey, kid, come here. Oh, Here's no. a uh, black rock. <laughs> Talk to you later. <laughs> now, if you're a movie screenplay and you have a thing where, like, these pale weirdos are giving, like, shiny round objects to children, explain that. <laughs> yes. Because, I mean, Elaborate what? just a bit. This angle is very weird. You got these weirdos pulling up in this old car trying to lure these children. The oh. weirdest thing... Fingerless gloves. Yes. Yeah. Are you going to work out after this alien <laughs> angel? I would say weirder than the fingerless gloves, though. Why do these aliens who know the second the world is going to end have all this interstellar technology, this, that, and the other thing, need to ride around in this fucking shitbox car that they have? <laughs> it's like this beat-up old Cadillac. It, it just, is a pervert I, 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 I guess to fit in, right? And they picked their appearance if they, they were betting on Germany. <laughs> <laughs> and they're just trying to fit in. They Go for lost. Germany. Oh, no, Boston. <laughs> <laughs> they, got, they, they, they saw the appearance of Billy Idol. That's it. That's what I want. Ah, oh, right. sure. Yeah. Oh, well, four of those. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, we'll have four Billy Idols, please. <laughs> when they went to the skin store at Heaven or whatever the fuck they're from. <laughs> Oh, it's another planet, man. But the planet's name's Heaven, right? I, I mean, at the end of the movie, you get the little angel wings. You don't really know... Well, because the movie doesn't know. There's, but you, <laughs> yes. you can, there's multiple readings of the text. This no, is it's because it's just as sloppy as Ball's movie. <laughs> yeah. It just makes no sense. They live in the Crimson Peak house for some reason. <laughs> well, can we talk about Nicolas Cage's house in this? He lives in yeah. a fight club mansion. <laughs> what is this? Like, the kitchen... Looks like the Property Brothers had a once-over on it. <laughs> and then every other fucking wall in this house is water stains and holes all over the place. <laughs> fucking chipped paint. Well, maybe it was like a fun project for him and his wife, and then... Uh, oh. Uh, like, right, yeah, we'll, that, do, we'll do the right. kitchen, kitchen first. Then, oh, no. Now, my, now me and my mind friend Tyler are making human soap. <laughs> Caleb, come in here and make soap with Tyler. <laughs> You will come to love him as an uncle. Caleb, throw this carpet over that barbed wire and get up there. I am Jack Sideburns. Oh, wait, no, I'm not. I No, I am Jack's complete lack of sideburns. <laughs> now, Caleb, this is chemical burn. <laughs> yeah. He'd do it. I believe it. You know, uh, kind of as this is going on, he's starting investigating what the... He's, like, looking into the janitors for a while. That doesn't go anywhere. Yeah, but that's where you got to start. Yeah. <laughs> Always start with the janitors. Uh, he meets the teacher. He finds out that the woman, uh, the girl uh, who wrote the numbers, died, but she had a daughter. Right. Who's uh, Roseburn. So he takes his son... Spooky. On a, he takes his son on a stalking expedition. Like, literally... Yeah, this he, is actually spooky now. <laughs> He like, hey, kids got to learn sometime, man. <laughs> He's like, hey, man, we're just going to hang out outside this lady's house and then follow her around for a while. 
It's called romancing. <laughs> it's... Do you think that he's bummed out when it comes to be that she's taking the kid to the museum and he's like, fuck, now I gotta pay an admission fee. <laughs> I didn't know stalking was gonna be so expensive. And he like sets this thing up where like the kid, little girl, she has a little girl and she's like looking at something. He's like, hey, go talk to that little girl. <laughs> and it's like, ew. Go on, do it. I'll be right here talking to her mom. <laughs> Uh, then, then, Caleb, we're going to open a two-set because we're pickup artists now. <laughs> hey, Caleb, bring your arm cast. You might need it to look more vulnerable. <laughs> and put on this felt fedora. <laughs> Keep your eye open for an old couch. <laughs> yeah, well, that's where it's going, man. <laughs> but uh, he starts talking up Rose Byrne a little bit here, and he's like, ah, oh, how about that bear? <laughs> she's it. looking at his stuff at the polar yeah, 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 scene yeah. uh, and she's instantly creeped out rightfully so oh, yeah. well uh, she's trusting at first like well, she's kind of like oh he dis- okay yeah he disarms her by being like is that your daughter and he's like oh my god why <laughs> why oh because my son is talking to her and looks like they're getting along maybe we could be mommy and daddy now <laughs> dude the line is it looks like they're already best friends no! <laughs> They're gonna be, because I ain't leaving by your side ever till the end of the world, whatever your name is. Just three days from now, I'll tell you that in a minute. <laughs> and uh, they, go, they go out for a nice milkshake. And, you know, the, the things are going well until he's like, I know when your mother died. She's like, oh no. <laughs> this always happens to me. I meet a nice guy, and then he found mom's piece of paper. <laughs> Fucking fourth time this week, man. <laughs> also, by the way, milkshake at a museum like commissary. Yeah, he's broke after that. Yeah. <laughs> what do they put bourbon in it or something? <laughs> yeah, that's like an $18 garbage milkshake. <laughs> Have you ever eaten at a museum? It's fucking trash. <laughs> And he doesn't even, like, he goes right into it. Like, they, they talk, oh, I, 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 you know, I'm widowed, and she hit her, she kicked her husband out, I think. And he's like, yeah, anyway, um, your mother knows what the end of the world looks like. Okay, lady, now listen to Which me. Which is what he goes for, but it's like, he's a widower. His story tested through the roof on Seinfeld. <laughs> That was a perfect answer. That's a date. That's a second date situation. You bring up that you know how her mom died and all that. Exactly. That's like a second There's date. There's no exactly. time, man. The world is ending in three days. <laughs> you could do a day date the next day. Well, you know, maybe. Well, I mean, follow up day date. That's tough, man. <laughs> it's tough, but it's possible. <laughs> the science is there. So you know how like your mom was knowing stuff. Now I'm knowing it. <laughs> So maybe if we knowed it together, we'd be able to crack the code here, lady. Knowing. <laughs> they say knowing a lot in this movie. Quite a lot. And instantly she's like, Diana, we're going. <laughs> yeah. And he, like, there's a scene at this museum yeah. cafeteria. It's uncomfortable. She's screaming. He's screaming. She leaves him in the dust. It's all, like, my... My skin was crawling. The end of the world, whatever. That subway oh. thing, whatever. The plane on fire, whatever. He says like this oh. horrendous douche Joe moment in this movie for me. He's like, 130 people are gonna die tomorrow. All right. <laughs> yeah. What do you want me to do about yeah, it? What the hell? Well, she rightfully is like, and. 
Uh, and she goes to, uh, he, he has to go to New York because that's where the, the piece of paper told him to go. <laughs> Didn't tell him anything. He's just like, if it doesn't happen, I'm going to be there to make it happen. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that would be the fucking awesome twist of this movie is that he finds out, like, he's in the position he has to cause the thing. Yeah. And he's so desperate to make the numbers work that he does the thing. That would right? be actually. That would be awesome. That'd be something. This anything. movie is nothing. Nothing. This movie does nothing it's instead. It's got angel aliens later. <laughs> so it's a subway disaster that he and he keeps calling the FBI. He's like, "It's gonna happen, man." <laughs> this is not a crank yanker call, okay? <laughs> Click. Well, that's the one realistic New York thing. Is he runs up to a police officer and he's like, "Did you get my letter that the terrorist attack is gonna happen today?" And she's like, "Yeah, buddy." <laughs> You should have heard this fucking weirdo earlier saying he knew about the terrorist attack. So that terrorist attack happens. The alien terrorist attack happens. Well, which which fu- is a train derailment, and it is pretty boss, all right? <laughs> we get to see some POV of train hitting businessmen. Dude, it's yeah. subway cam, dude. And if you ever commuted in Manhattan, you... Oh. <laughs> I honestly, I'm surprised that Nicolas Cage isn't like, oh, I've been to New York City. Oh, there's too many people anyway. It's fine. <laughs> but also, he's like running around chasing this one guy that like is jumping over things. Like, you think that this guy, again, like it's obviously a, a red herring or whatever. You think this guy's got a bomb or something. He's just got some like bootleg DVDs. <laughs> like, dude, it's Whoa, not worth it. You wouldn't steal a car, would you? <laughs> So why would you steal? Why would you steal a movie? Piracy is not a victimless crime. <laughs> oh, maybe it was the day after he saw that ad. He's like, "Oh fuck, the heat is on." <laughs> now I got this scarecrow fucking chasing me. The FBI, fuck. <laughs> that warning was real. Five thousand dollars. <laughs> Uh, and yes, uh, this 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 thing is is massive. It looks like that scene in Die Hard with a Vengeance a little bit. I wanted yeah. Sam Jackson to come out and go, "Duck asshole," <laughs> which is the best part of Die Hard Three. And um, like he goes back, like, and this is kind of the movie that I want, which is like Nicolas Cage chasing and watching disasters, not affecting disasters, <laughs> just kind of being present. Well, it's like it's Twister, but with casualties, like yeah. mass. Casualties. Yeah, or it's He's like, a death chaser. It's like Crash or something. He's getting like a sexual thrill off <laughs> yeah. of this. That's something they don't delve into, and I think the screenplay should have done it. I, I agree. Whether or not he's horny watching all of this. <laughs> you never know. I think he definitely is. Yeah, I'm going with a yes on that. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a while. You know, his wife's done. So, you know, he, he gets his juices flowing again. And he was about to take uh, the date with the PHWD lady. That's true. So he's already thinking about that. He's, he's ready to go. So he comes back from New York, um, and Rose Byrne is there. She's like, wow, you were right about that disaster, so now I want to hang out with you. Oh, cool. What a, <laughs> what a cool boyfriend I could yeah, have. Exactly. <laughs> what a catch. She's Who's sitting on the, on, like, the stoop of his house with the daughter? Yeah, in case she needs to be studied by him because he's an astrophysicist or whatever. Oh, is that why? I don't know. I mean, she, he was asking about her. Now she's just offering her up. Now, now, Caleb, the first rule of stalk, I mean, romancing, <laughs> you take pictures with the sound off on your phone. <laughs> you can hear the clicks. It's, it'll give a dead giveaway. <laughs> so whatever, they drive to like her dead mother's 
fucking cookhouse, whatever this thing is, <laughs> in the fucking woods, the meth lab, yes. <laughs> slash conspiracy theory center or whatever. Slash home. <laughs> yeah. And one of the great mysteries of the movie is on the paper at the bottom, it's not a number, it's two E's. And the oh. whole movie, I'm thinking Ethan Embry's dying at the end of this. <laughs> but it No, turns that can't happen. <laughs> Can Hardly Wait is my favorite movie. <laughs> we have to save Ethan Embry. <laughs> but it turns out to be everybody else. So we're safe, right? I read it, it said everybody else. It's not me, I'm reading it. <laughs> It's everybody else. It's not me. It's everybody else. It's good to know that these alien angels know English perfectly after just talking in numbers and they're just like, yeah, and everyone else at the end. Well, they know how to look sexy dressing up like fucking James Marsters, dude. Yes. <laughs> or was the kill count so high, like such a string of numbers, you know, Lucinda was just like, oh, fuck this. Oh, <laughs> My hand's getting tired. Everybody et else. Yeah. Et cetera. <laughs> Somewhere around here is where... You can't yada yada billions of people. (laughs) Why not? (laughs) Well, then you yada yada over the best part. (laughs) But they're worthless. Around here is the time where Nicolas Cage, like any red-blooded American, threatens that alien with a gun. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Which, by the way, when he buys a gun... I love this. He's got the revolver, and he takes out the user manual. (laughs) It's like, okay, all right. So the bullets come out fast. (laughs) Got it. You put the bullets in the gun. Okay. Oh, okay, so I don't, I don't spit them at them. Okay. Interesting. Good uh, end, bad end. Good end, bad wait, end. Wait, these bullets don't talk. Roger Rabbit's full of shit. <laughs> Good day, bad day. Good day, bad. Thinking about the wife. Thinking about the wife. Well, now I'm thinking about those fucking weirdo bullets and Roger Rabbit. They want to fucking kill somebody oh, in yeah. that movie. Oh, dude, yeah. That oh, fucking... yeehaw! We want to taste human flesh tonight! <laughs> Absolutely! <Yes. laughs> hoo We're going to get that cartoon rabbit right betwixt his eyes! <laughs> Mm-hmm. Now, would they die after, like, penetrating a person? That's a great question. I don't know. No, what I mean, if they pop out the other side, like, gotcha? <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn, I'm only used to, tr- to, to frame someone. <laughs> They're going to just fire into a wall to look like he had a gun. Oh, poor Willie. He, he hit a Kevlar vest. <laughs> He's dead now. Oh, that's awful. Were they all cowboys? <laughs> I forget. To me, they are. <laughs> what does that mean? Well, the, the most prominent one was a cowboy, so that oh. means they're all cowboys. Yeah, right. we're in the United States, you. and ca- you know, it's Americana. I feel well, like if I came out sure. in a cowboy outfit tonight, somebody would be like, oh, I saw four cowboys last night. Because <laughs> it just sort of permeates the conversation. You're not going to just be like, oh, there was just that one cowboy guy. Like, oh, those guys are cowboys. All those guys you, you, are cowboys. You think he's fucking with you, but he's got a lasso back <laughs> I just think it would be rad if one of them was like a gangster. Right? Oh, He's sure. Yeah. Like, hey, I'm going to blow your face off. <laughs> you like, say that, but you'd be complaining about it, too. <laughs> I don't know. Bad thing to say about Roger Rabbit. Oh, fair. So, um, yeah, he, he's chasing this. Because they, they go inside of her house, and they're like looking around. They find the every, everything else thing. It's under her mattress. By the way, important detail. Sorry, Steve. But in a situation like this where, like, you're dealing with all of these uh, omens, this like haunted number sheet, everything sure. like that. You're in this fucking weird, dilapidated, you know, cookhouse, all that stuff. A number one thing to do in this situation: leave the kids in the car. Yes. <laughs> Constantly do it all the time. Doors 
unlocked. <laughs> Doors these open. Aliens, dude, these already... aliens walk out like, oh, this is too easy. <laughs> Look at this stupid scarecrow man left the door open. And the lights, too. This <laughs> battery's going to die. Oh, stupid scarecrow left the keys in the car. <laughs> well, kids, where you want to go? <laughs> <laughs> Take me to your McDonald's. <laughs> but like Nick Cage and Rose Byrne, to be fair, it's both. It's on both of them, right? They don't like even give a holler out the door like, hey, no aliens out there, right? <laughs> the kids aren't being uh, accosted by aliens, right? They don't even give them instructions if it were to happen. Look, the kid has to think to honk the horn. <laughs> kids, it's far too dangerous for you to join us. Stay out here. <laughs> In pitch black dark. <laughs> mm-hmm. And they've already been visited before by these creeps. It's yes. just crazy. At their home. It's They're skulking parenting. around his home, and he beats a baseball bat against a tree to prove he ain't going to take no shit. But, oh, it's like when a bunch of stray cats are on the lawn, man. You just beat the bat <laughs> yeah, against yes, the tree. Oh, yeah, do he does look like Brian Setzer, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here with your fancy guitar playing. <laughs> And put your a jump, orchestra. Put a jump jive and will break a bat over your ass. <laughs> and he winds so he, uh, he the kid honks the horn. He runs out. He's got his gun. He's, he's he's chasing this guy down. And his weapon of defense is to blast him with light. Mm-hmm. The alien that is the alien. Yeah. The famous uh, mouth light maneuver, which never happens again. Yes. No, never explained. I'd be mouth lighting all over the place. It'd be great if the rest of the movie his face was really tan. <laughs> like his hands are really white, but his face just got tan. Like, that alien fucked up my profile, man. The alien keeps feeling his jaw like, ah, oh, oh, mouth lighted too much. <laughs> I just don't get this. There's really not even I a think, sound effect that accompanies it. I think the sun gives them the power. Oh, right? fuck, dude. Yeah. It right? should have fucking burned his head right off then. That'd be great. That'd you be get a, cool. you, then, That's how he becomes Ghost Rider. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Scratching at the door. <laughs> He's just like, hold it right there, alien. And it goes, Bwah! and then it's just a fucking skull. <laughs> now I will hunt down demons on Earth for, I don't know, what, 12 hours? <laughs> How much time we got left to hunt demons? <laughs> well, because, yes, now, like, they're very aware. That comes to nothing. They're very aware that the world is ending, like, tomorrow. And that's everyone else. And I think at this point, also, Nicolas Cage realizes it's going to be sun-related. Uh-huh. It's a sun-related yeah. apocalypse. Well, because he realized this is kind of on him and Ben Mendelsohn. Because mm. he remembers back to a science experiment they did about solar flares. They fucked up. They fucked it up. He's like, oh, no. We underestimated the sun. <laughs> Much like your average beachgoer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh, we didn't carry the one, so instead of it being really hot tomorrow, the world will end. Yeah. That's a big flub. Yeah, it's a huge yeah. flub. Yeah, go, uh, uh, oh, yeah, the, uh, the world's ending. Go see your wife. No, go crazy. <laughs> yeah. The laws of society have broken down now. What would you do in this situation, Chris? Uh, start with cannibalism. <laughs> Starting with cannibalism? Yeah. No. I think I start Wait with cannibalism. You know, I think you should start with murder and then eat them. Okay. Are you going to eat straight bo- like living bodies? Yeah, why not? That's just called I'm biting. I'm dying tomorrow, Eric. <laughs> That's just called biting people at that point. <laughs> Well, you get a good chunk, and you swallow that chunk, I think it counts as cannibalism. Yeah, yeah. I'd be doing it. Of course it counts. (laughs) (laughs) Good. 
Why wouldn't it count? It's like worse, but it counts. <laughs> Is it worse? I mean, you could argue it's a crime of passion, but if you're like, if you're actually like cutting fillets and grilling, <laughs> that's like more premeditated. You don't want to go full Hannibal. It's true. I mean, you my could. God, he bit his arm <laughs> while he's still alive. That's a first. <laughs> And you think you have seen cannibalism, ladies and gentlemen? You think the Chris Benoit uh, thing was on that list, too, oh, or no? definitely. Uh, okay, yeah, all right. Oh, it's all right here. Four. <laughs> I don't think it's significant enough. Okay. Yeah, really? I don't think, casually count of four. Wait, hold on a second. SummerSlam made it? <laughs> but not Chris Benoit's 400 family. died in SummerSlam. That's <laughs> true. Uh, so yeah, he's like, hey, Ben Mendelsohn, the world's ending tomorrow. It's sun-related. Ah, go talk to your wife. He's like, okay, cool. Goodbye, movie. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Rose Byrne, like, over... This is what doesn't make sense. Well, yeah. one of the things that doesn't make sense about this movie. Rose Byrne overhears him. Like, Nicolas Cage is staring out a window, a green-screened window. Nothing is real in this movie. I guess the sun doesn't set in Australia. <laughs> and he's looking out this fake window, and he's like, man... I can't believe I missed the end of the world. <laughs> and she's like in the doorway, like, the fuck did you say? And starts crying and runs away. And I'm like, he's been telling you the whole time. <laughs> but it, it's not even that. It's, it's the look of like, if he admitted he kissed someone else and yeah. she was his wife. It's not like, a, holy fucking shit. <laughs> yeah, it's like, the, she's all that. Was, was I just a fucking bed? Oh. <laughs> yeah. But instead, it's just the fucking end of the world. And the apocalypse was just a bet. It was just a stupid bet. <laughs> ben Mendelssohn's in the corner going, oh, the, so the sun is kind of like a death star. <laughs> it's become a death star. Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> we stand here amidst my apocalypse, not yours. He was talking about this all day. Orson Krennic, man. Big Krennic fan. <laughs> And Rose Byrne is like, well, maybe... Okay, so the sun is going to melt the entire Earth. What if we went inside of a cave? <laughs> and he's like, we'd be damp, <laughs> but we'd still die. <laughs> Mommy dead and damp, dude. <laughs> HBO documentary. But like, at first, Nicolas Cage is on this tip, and he's like calling his dad, and he's like, Dad, Dad, you've got to get to like a cave or maybe a sewer. And I'm like, dude, I am... I'm good with the Lord. I am not going... I'm not going to spend the last days covered in shit. Damn. He, he, <laughs> didn't, he didn't go for it. I hated my father so much I wanted him to be boiled in sewage. <laughs> That's right, old man. You died in a shit stew, baby. <laughs> yeah. I'm not the penguin. I'm not going to go into a sewer to die, all right? Well, what I love is I think, I think, mm, and this is, this is Nicolas Cage. This is not me saying this, Certainly. but I think it's a thing where he's like giving the options in what he considers descending order because he's like, all right, Dad, you can go in a basement, the sewer, or the tea. <laughs> and you're like, wait a second. The subway was last? <laughs> Crawling around in shit, and then the subway. Okay, Nicholas Cage. Boiled alive in shit or baked alive in one of those cars. Yeah, no, I'm going with the shit. <laughs> I'll boil in shit. I'm fine. <laughs> Me and the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles will all die. Uh. Oh, bogus. We're being boiled alive. Turtle soup. 
Splitter's hair singed off, man. Look, it's a hairless rat. It's so fucking cool. Shredder, get into the Technodrome. We'll go to the center of the earth. Then they'll rule upon the ashes. Dude, that's the crossover event this movie needed. (laughs) Shredder, not like this. (laughs) Not like this. Dude, if you want to make an audience shit its pants, you have a terrible end of the world movie like this and then, bam, the Ninja Turtles pop out of nowhere. (laughs) Fucking five stars. Five stars for that movie. Pizza dude's got five minutes. (laughs) (laughs) And that was a shockwave melting Michelangelo. So Michelangelo was waiting for the pizza, and then he was burned to a crisp. <laughs> Whoa, extra crispy. <laughs> you know, that's an option if you, like, custom order Domino's. To burn it? You can. <laughs> I think half no, the time it's, they it's, will. It's, you, are, you are seriously, at that point, like, taking your dinner into your own hands because they have an option that's well done. Ew. Really? Oh, please, Domino's, just fucking carte blanche to burn my pizza. <laughs> And because I, I selected that, I'm contractually obligated I to like my, I like my pizza medium rare. <laughs> yeah. What's the option after this? Throw it in a trash fire? <laughs> no, it's trash fire and okay. then well then done. Then well done, okay. All right, Dad, you could either go to the basement, the sewer, the tea line, or the Domino's takeout line. <laughs> One of those places should be safe. But, Dad, I got to warn you, you need insurance at Domino's <laughs> to get in there. I'm sorry, Mr. Domino's. The apocalypse came and I dropped my pizza. Can I have my $6.99 back, Mr. Domino's? The sun farted and wrecked my pizza. Oh, no. And and only then, in the face of humanity's end, would the Domino's guy like, fucking idiot. (laughs) No, I will not refund your pizza. I'm not refunding anyone's pizza. The pizza was always good. It was always good. The first recipe was great. So the government goes on the TV and says there's a solar flare, the world's going to end. Domino's guy still goes to work. <laughs> He's a trooper. The, Rain. Wing, the wings spill. <laughs> Rain, sleet, snow, or fucking hellfire, dude. They will make your shit-ass pizza. It's, you watch a little pizza tracker, there's a flame behind it. <laughs> oh, it's going to beat it. It's going to beat it. You know what? All you fucking idiots that ordered chicken pizza from Domino's, it's been people. There. (laughs) Happy end of the world. His sleeves are on fire. His hair is all gone. He's like, I got it. Okay, he's still coming, I guess. Dude, I'd wait for that pizza. (laughs) So the plan is we're going to go to the caves, but Nicolas Cage then realizes the one thing that uh, 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 the woman, uh, the little girl, didn't put on the piece of paper was the coordinates to the place. But that would be scratched into this door 50 fucking years ago. But, like, how does he even think of this? Because it's like, okay, the world's going to end. You know, what are those GPS coordinates all? I don't <laughs> yeah, know, exactly. fucking Earth? <laughs> everywhere. It's, it's all <laughs> yeah. the EE. It's everyone else and everywhere else. It's EW, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so we, like, stop this movie for a second so Nicolas Cage can do some fucking home improvements. <laughs> he looks like a property brother at this point, actually. He kind of does, yeah. yeah. Which one? Adam or the other one? I have no idea. What's the other one? 
Nobody Dead knows. silence, that's it's awesome. A- <laughs> yes! Yes! I don't know, Jeff? <laughs> Sounds right to me. It's me, Jeff Property. Oh, Jonathan, <laughs> somebody said. All right, there we go. <laughs> no, but he drives to this school, rips this door off the hinges, takes it home, and he's like, like, Rose Byrne's screaming, like, what are you doing? This is the apocalypse. He's like, hang on. Just got to get some varnish on this. Remove this paint here. Ah, perfect. All the numbers. <laughs> Half a century later, they never replaced that door. Well, that's the, this is the, uh, the benefit to not lying to someone. Because she's like, we have to get to the caves. You told me the caves would be fine. Like, you shouldn't have never said that. Like, look, yeah. we just need to chill out in my apartment. I got all this whiskey. That's what we're doing. If you yeah. led with sewers... She would have held back a little bit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. She's like, all right, maybe we'll look at the door before we go to the sewer. And look, the, the world's ended. We can get the kids drunk, too. Exactly. So she kidnaps the son yes, at this dude. point. S-O-N, by the way. <laughs> well, there's a couple of characters in yeah, this movie, sure. man. I don't want everybody to be confused. Oh, that point. Pierce Brosnan show? <laughs> what? Oh, That's man. A, yeah, it's a secret television show on AMC. Look it up. <laughs> Nobody oh, knows it exists. Oh, it's that Western show. Yeah, yeah. But he's not, I thought he meant Pierce Brosnan was kidnapping the sun <laughs> in the sky. Yeah, that was the sequel to the Thomas Crown Affair. <laughs> that I would watch. That is a big briefcase he takes out. <laughs> I'd watch all of the one season of that show. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, she kidnaps him. She goes to a gas station. This is when they actually have... The government, I don't even know. At this point, government, just keep your mouth quiet. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, shut up, yeah, government. Just let them burn. Exactly. What, you, what is the benefit? It's like, oh, put a cold rag on your head <laughs> or something. It is an announcement. Everybody loot, eat people, apparently. <laughs> Do whatever you want. No, I think it's some humble bragging right here because the guy comes out to make this like press announcement and he's like, well, you know, the president and his family and the whole cabinet, they're safe. Uh, good night, everybody. <laughs> something, something, wet rags, it's fine. Find a basement. We could have told you yesterday, but it took a, uh, a while for the president's daughter to find her keys. We wanted to make sure they were safe before we told you. Don't worry, I found Ivanka's keys. And we're going to the center of the earth, and I'm going to be president after you're all dead. It's, they were bye exactly bye. where I thought they were. Jared was sitting on them. <laughs> yeah. I could hear them jingling, and we called Jared Jingle Balls for a whole week. <laughs> That's what we did in the bunker. Stupid Jared. All of my children are safe except for Dunn Jr. <laughs> What's a baron? Oh, I guess two of them are not safe. <laughs> I, yes, I chained them to the White House lawn and left them to die like a dog. <laughs> uh, sure, Melania's coming. <laughs> Sure. Uh, wait, which one? <laughs> Fuck it. The important thing is the dominoes got here on time. <laughs> we have a secret dominoes lab <laughs> beneath the Earth's crust. <laughs> it's a deep dish crust. <laughs> That's where they put all the human flesh on my pizza. We saved the fast food. <laughs> And the college football team <laughs> defeated to the college football team. <laughs> Whichever. Congratulations, college football team. Uh, so um, uh-huh. she 
she uh, while she's in the gas station again. She leaves the again. The apocalypse is outside. They're Everyone. looting. Everyone's looting. And she leaves these kids in the fucking car again, so she can get like milk or whatever the fuck. <laughs> And they, 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 this alien just steals her fucking kids. Well, right before that, though, this is one of the most confounding parts of this movie. This is 2009. This little boy knows what a payphone is and uses it properly. <laughs> yep. He's Little like, strength. I can't believe this fucking worked, Dad. I was kidnapped. <laughs> Maybe one of the cartoons in the time capsule was a payphone. <laughs> <laughs> How to use like a diagram. <laughs> And uh, she, uh, he, this is when we get like full on Cage screaming at Rose Byrne. Like, oh, fucking finally, dude, like an hour and 45 minutes into this movie. He's like, the caves are fucking bullshit or whatever he's saying, <laughs> which is amazing. Because he's like, we have to go to the caves, the caves. And then the kids get stolen. Right. And then, then again, we're, we're in Massachusetts, much like uh, one of Stephen King's trucks kills her. Yeah. This is outrageous. Like, the screenwriter was like, oh, who did you get to star in this? Oh, Rose Byrne? Oh, well, I have a secret vendetta. Give me one minute. I'm going to rewrite this. <laughs> the apocalypse is mere hours away. <laughs> and he couldn't wait to fucking ice this woman. <laughs> She's driving along chasing this fucking Swedish alien. And she gets T-boned by a Mack truck. I would like to kill Rose Byrne. <laughs> His big hands are <laughs> steering the car. His big human hands. <laughs> that freaked me the fuck out, that guy. Of yeah, course yeah, it, it did. Is. That's not for children. <laughs> that fucking Muppet with human hands, my <laughs> God. But so he could like cut the vegetables safely and whatnot. Yeah. Some it's expert important. puppeteering. It's important. It's just fucking weird to look at. I am the only Muppet that can play a guitar. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there was a guitarist in Dr. Teeth's yeah, band. That makes oh, sense. sure. Yeah, Janice is playing guitar, I think. You and know the name? <laughs> I know two. I know Dr. Teeth and Janice. Okay. You don't know Animal? Oh, an Animal, of course. <laughs> Excellent drummer. Excellent well, Animal drummer. was like more of a solo artist, but he dipped yeah, in with them. true. He had his own thing. He's like Levon Helm back there. Exactly. Yeah, yes. yeah exactly. There we go. Well, they do Nazareth. So... That was a joke for about three people in this room. Yes. And if you got it, you have great taste in music. See, the cool <laughs> thing is... we're on stage. This will be broadcast on the internet later, and then three more people will laugh. That's the hey, the band! That's neat. <laughs> yeah, it's the power of the internet. Thank you, internet people. So, uh, you know... Uh, Nicolas Cage just gets to her to watch her die. Yeah, just in time, dude. And like, the, I'm, I'm kind of surprised they're doing any CPR. Like, again, there's, like, there's smoldering hills everywhere, and they're like, yeah, well, we man. gotta save this white lady. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking bigger fish to fry, exactly. Dude. Fish uh, are frying. The world is scorching yeah, itself. Of so, um, where this lady, this lady put her uh, crack shack out in the middle of right where. Right where the apocalypse was going to take place. Like she wanted a front row seat. That's why she built it there. Crack shack, baby. <laughs> it's a crack shack. <laughs> Cooking all your glass, getting high as balls. It's a crack shack, baby. I, I don't know why they play that at every wedding. <laughs> the crack shack is a little old place where we can die together. <laughs> Crack Shack, baby. 
Hey, they're playing our song. You want to dance, darling? Give me a shout while my teeth fall out. Crack shot. So horrible. It's a rock omen. <laughs> so, uh, but he gets to the, where this area is and the, uh, everything's kind of coming together. All these black rocks are there, which are super fucking important. And uh, that's where the aliens are as well. Right. And it's kind of very obvious, like, oh, it's a boy and a girl. They're going to go with the alien. It's like a Noah's Ark kind of a situation. Yeah, you know what those kids are going to do? <laughs> Eventually. Uh, dude, these Good are space. These are space perverts. I'm with and Eric. You know what? You're naive if you don't Oh, hi. Did that. someone say space pervert? <laughs> <laughs> Yoo-hoo. No, I'm with Eric 100% on this. What do they give them? Rabbits. What do rabbits do? Fuck. That's all they do. Now you just have to watch the rabbits. Watch what they do. Watch, watch, watch. There he goes. Not, but yeah, they're going to, I guess, repopulate humanity yeah. on uh, Alpha Centauri or whatever. Yeah. Or Nintendo 64 or wherever they're going. And Nick Cage is like, oh, room for one more or what? <laughs> I eat light. I weigh 91 pounds. I don't have sideburns. There's not much to me. Look, man, I'm a scarecrow. I eat nothing but hay. <laughs> you know, you don't check any fetish box. You're, just, <laughs> you're too weird. <laughs> Goodbye. But like this movie, it is it puts itself at a loss by having these aliens not say a fucking thing. Exactly. Like, this is the scene where he just should start talking like, hey man, we've been doing the whole like you know, telepathic thing this whole time, but listen, you're too old, you have no fucking sideburns, I don't know what you would contribute to this new society, I just don't, I'm sorry. Or they lie, and they're like, listen man, we are fucking ass to ankles in this spaceship right now. This is what, this is the truth. We're gonna come back for you. Just wait right here. We're going to send another one. It's a pretty big spaceship is all I'm saying. It's a flying rubber band ball. <laughs> and this is where we see the aliens in their true form of like invisible people. Kind it's, like, of? What? it's like Dr. Manhattan mixed with a light bulb yeah. with wings yeah. kind of a thing. It's like the person you see on like Scientology posters. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> where it's like, would you like a greater understanding of yourself? And it's just like, wow. <laughs> It's like, like a see-through, like, jelly person? They call him Johnny Dianetics. Oh, yeah. right! Yeah. I'm Johnny Dianetics. <laughs> yeah, Tom Cruise is the only person who's going to be able to turn into this thing at the end of it all. <laughs> Boy, would my face be red if that totally happened, though. Can you imagine? You just burst into, like, a jelly person? He'd be very happy with those wings, I think. The invisible I, I, wings. It'd be the best thing to happen to that church, man. I'd sign up. If I saw jelly people walking around... Oh, the jelly people are now, like, integrating themselves into society? Yeah. There's no apocalypse. Oh, great, I'm stuck by a fucking jelly person. He's not going to signal. Yikes. But how great would it be to, like, not have a face? I think it would rule. It, I mean, it would be kind of cool for some of us. <laughs> On the stage. God damn it, I went to work today. There's a fucking jelly person at the front desk. <laughs> And so on, that joke. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so the idea is like, sorry, dude, no room at the end. Bye. It is such an awesome fuck you because he's, <laughs> yeah. he's done all this work. He's gone to all of these accident sites. He circled all of those numbers. <laughs> 
and nothing. Yeah, actually, and he drank so much, so much. <laughs> drank so much, so much. Yeah, like you. How do you want to spend your last days? Like eating well, reconnecting with your family. Nah, I just want to watch other people die for a while. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, and fucking break down doors. Congratulations. And eat your neighbor. And eat your neighbor. Yeah, that's what, Chris, you, you definitely sign up 100%. at least watching people die, bare minimum. Also. So they, they leave. He takes a depression nap in the middle of a field. I don't know Been what's there. going on. Dude, he's, he's sleeping on these stones, yeah. man. It's he, a depression nap. It's in the name. I'm going to resume being a scarecrow. <laughs> if you're not having a heart attack when you meet the aliens... <laughs> You're somehow going to sleep? Wouldn't your heart just be out your chest? I mean, that's like, that's a problem with movies, man, because not enough people in these science fiction movies are shitting their pants when aliens come down. Like, what is the adult diaper situation in these movies? I can't even believe well, it. He gets, I know I would shit my pants. He gets sprayed with light in the middle of the movie, and he never brings it up. <laughs> I'm that's telling everybody. everybody. Well, you know what? Fuck that piece of paper. That dude had light coming out of his mouth. It's just a little We need to reassess the whole situation. <laughs> this huge spaceship comes down, not a blink. No. Not a blink. It would be closer to, you get an aneurysm, you get an aneurysm, <laughs> you get an aneurysm. You're all brain dead. <laughs> and uh, so he's like, he decides to go back to civilization. He wants to go see his dad, his family one last time. He makes great time, by the way. Like everyone else yeah. is like, like dying and like throwing shit, he, and he's just kind of like, kind of casually driving through the apocalypse. He's driving through children of men like it's nothing. <laughs> like, whatever. And he uh, he t he turns off. Like he's listening to talk radio, and everyone's like screaming or whatever. It starts to crackle out. He puts on his CD, and it goes, "Somebody once told me the world was gonna roll me." I ain't the sharpest tool in the shed. <laughs> Wouldn't it be? Might as well be walking on the... Yeah, yeah. that's the... Yeah. Yes. Obviously. Yes. <laughs> I bet that bastard wouldn't let you walk on it, though. No, no, no. <laughs> you just got to look at it. So he gets there just in time. Well, he sees Ben Mendelsohn, and they kind of oh, give yes. him like a... He's like waiting <laughs> for a bus. <laughs> what what are you doing? doing outside of your house? <laughs> just Listen. standing on the street. <laughs> like... Pro tip for the fucking producers of this movie. Nobody was thinking about Ben Mendelsohn's no. character. Absolutely fucking no one thought about that character ever again. It's, it's like a Death Star. <laughs> he's, look, he's waiting for an Uber. He's like, well, it's that five minutes. Five minutes ago. <laughs> he's going around the block. What is he doing? The, the car on fire cars. just goes by. <laughs> the car icon on the map's just turning in circles. <laughs> I don't see that many cars on here. <laughs> no, honey, I know it's the apocalypse, but it's still cheaper to get the pool. It'll be fine. <laughs> Man, you are saving two bucks, but what you save in money, you lose in dignity. <laughs> it's true. Because you are just riding with strangers, talking to them. Mm, no Uber pool for this guy. <laughs> Little rich boy over here. Must be nice. <laughs> <laughs> so Nicolas Cage gets home and his father, the pastor who has been like waiting for the apocalypse the entire life, says, La dee da, <laughs> motherfucker! <laughs> Guess who was right about the end of the world? You gotta get some actor. This is like a nobody. You get yeah. somebody. Yeah. You get like Peter Fonda or someone. Wait, 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 wait. I mean, yes, but 
What if this dude's like the Prince of Australian acting? Oh, that's yeah. true. He's from like the Neighbors Dynasty or something. Oh, may- maybe he's uh, the father of the Hemsworth. Maybe he's like Tony Hemsworth. Oh, Tony yeah. Hemsworth, of yes. course. Yeah. <laughs> and all of Australia went, crikey, it's Tony. <laughs> so he's on the big screen. Obviously, they ask him where his kid is. And he's like, oh, he's safe now. That, oh, that's You know what ter- that fucking means? Everyone yep. thinks you murdered your son. <laughs> <Yeah>. Absolutely. <laughs> and so what happens is... When the world is now ending, your entire family thinks that you fucking murdered your child. Yeah. It's the last thought they have. You know, we're being I incinerated. O- I always wanted to know what this would feel like. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, apocalypse rules you're okay. Yeah. Like, it's just, yeah. you have that right as a parent. You make the call, like, hey, here's some extra cool Kool-Aid. You know what I mean? Like, what, depending on what you want to do. Some families will, some families will. I'm, I'm a cool dad. Just drink the poison Kool-Aid here in the basement. <laughs> Don't go out and do it. Do the poison Kool-Aid here. But why we're thinking that this is how it comes off is because the sister answers the door. Yeah. And she's like, hey, man, where's Caleb? And he gives that fucking crazy look from Vampire's Kiss and just goes, he's safe now. (laughs) And she's like, okay. But also, guess what? I'm leading with the aliens. Like, oh my god, I met aliens on this trip. (laughs) And I shit my fucking pants when I saw them. Light out of the mouth. Holy shit. No, yeah, I saw a spaceship. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's true. Yeah, he does make it just in time. He tells his pastor dad that there's aliens. That dude's throwing fists. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Like, don't do this to me in my moment of Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) All right, sorry, angels. (laughs) Angels. That's better. His last words are, what did you fucking say? (laughs) And they have this big, like, family group hug. I renounce science in all of its name. (laughs) He does, though, because the dad goes, this isn't the end, son. And he goes, I know. Ing. (laughs) (laughs) And then it's just... He said... Great destruction scenes. We get to see New York City blow up. Oh, yeah, just love, right love in it. flame. And they are outdoing Independence Day, by the way. Yes. It's all five boroughs. <laughs> this, one, this is kind of a recommend for me. <laughs> oh, oh no. fuck. Yeah, it's dumb, but... We get the final scene is this weird, like, I don't even know this fake bullshit cornfield where these kids are oh, and their rabbits. Get out of my field. Oh, wait, no, it's a different planet. Yes. <laughs> and the aliens, I guess, are leaving them. And, like, the idea is I think other kids from other parts of the world are there, but you don't see them, so it just looks like a white alien ethnostate. Like, well, especially with these they... blonde motherfuckers picking these kids. They're going to start killing the other kids, too, yeah. you know? So yeah. it will be eventually. But, like, here's the biggest question of the movie, man. Why do these aliens give a shit in the first place? Great question. Who cares? I think it's a practical joke. I think <laughs> uh-huh. they took these kids and they put them on another planet that's going to blow up tomorrow. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I'll go <laughs> uh, repopulate the world. Yeah, I'll see you later. <laughs> yeah, there's, uh, uh, there's food. No, no, bring your rabbits. <laughs> bring all your rabbits. Oh, yeah, by the way, Nicholas Cage, you can't come. <laughs> It'd be kind of great if everyone, they do show the rest of the kids and everyone else brought their parents. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Hold on. What the fuck? Oh, that's bullshit. That's I'm your sorry. gym coach? You got to bring him? It was because of the gun thing. 
We don't let in hair pieces. <laughs> oh shit, that makes so much sense. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we, 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 yeah, we thought he was a cyborg because of that weird thing on his head. The <laughs> <A> learning computer. <laughs> so they like fucking skip off towards the tree of life or whatever, yep. man. And that's what? the end of this movie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Now, I mean, Eric already let it slip, but Steve Sadak, would you recommend this movie? If it was 20 minutes shorter, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It, there's yeah. a lot of, like, let's talk about my mom who doesn't even matter in this movie kind of a thing. <laughs> it's, it's, it's fun. It's a, it is a great apocalypse at the end there. But it's, it takes a little long to get there. So it's a no. It's a soft no. Eric's already a hard yes. So uh, we'll yes, go I'm a very <laughs> stiff yes. Okay. Uh-huh. Chris Cabin. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> no. Don't watch this. What are you? <laughs> Fucking liking an Alex Proyas movie. What the? F- Holy shit. Oh, well, I like Dark City, too. It's, they that made a Dark good. City, too? <laughs> yes. Coming Probably this did. summer, Dark City, too. <laughs> it's Dark City, but bad. <laughs> just a big screen version of Keith Sutherland running into that Christmas tree again. <laughs> oh, that I'd go see in yeah, IMAX, dude. Are you <laughs> kidding me? Uh, no, I wouldn't recommend this no. movie, man. Life's too short. The aliens could fucking take us at any time. God willing. <laughs> so we have to start wrapping up, unfortunately. Um, we want to thank you guys for coming out. Give yourselves a round of applause. Thank you, guys. Uh, this has been a really fantastic way to kick off the East Cage tour. So thank you all for coming out. Um, but as tradition here on the We Hate Movies live shows, we like to read a little internet correspondence before signing off. Because, you know, sometimes the internet is the best place to find information and opinions. They know that. They're internet people. <laughs> uh-huh. All right. You guys use the internet. Yeah. Webheads. So, <laughs> ew, man. I'm your grandfathers. <laughs> All of them combined. <laughs> oh, ew. ew. Like a jelly person. <laughs> <laughs> and for those of you who are maybe seeing us for the first time or were dragged here on an awkward first date or something, first of all, apologies. Yes. And thank for, you for being, all of that. Thank yeah. you for being good sports. <laughs> but what we're about to do is read a IMDb user review. Because why pay film critics when any fucking moron can write a review on the internet? It's damn true. Or start a podcast. (laughs) Also that. Follow your dreams, everybody. Subject line of this one. This is one excellent imaginative movie. Wait for it. Which could happen? (laughs) Can you prove it can't, though? He's got you there? Yeah, no. You're dead to rights, dude. Uh, but here's something. 10 out of 10 stars. Oh, wow. That's a lot oh, yeah. of stars. That's all the stars. <laughs> I'm going to give this movie all the stars. <clears throat> Don't let Nicolas Cage's name on the marquee scare you away. <laughs> this is the director of The Crow and Dark City given free reign. And it is amazing, assuming you accept a revelation about two-thirds of the way in. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Don't sound so defeated about it. That's true. (laughs) Don't accept that shit. 
The ambition here is pretty staggering by the end. <laughs> Having just seen this, by the way, this is written in 2011, so two years late to the party, mm -hmm. fuck face. I saw this in theaters like a real fan. Did you see it with them? I wish. <laughs> Having just seen this, I predict viewers of it will fall into two camps. Unabashed love. And or smart people. <laughs> An extreme dislike. I, <laughs> same thing. Yeah, sure. Does anybody want to guess where this dude falls? <laughs> I fall into the unabashed love category and absolutely did not expect to going in. My brother Doug felt the same way. <laughs> yes. Hey, Doug, what do you think? <laughs> yeah, it was all right. Doug, I'm writing the review. <laughs> Give it ten stars, dude! Five for you and five for me! <laughs> We're the Star Brothers. I think Cage actually gives a good performance. <laughs> what a duck thing! <laughs> and feel like most of the criticism on his part is either residual from other aspects of the movie people don't like, or just bandwagon stuff that he admittedly wrought upon himself with multiple disasters. Such as Neil LeBute's Wicker Man. We are We Hate Movies from New York City, everybody. Thank you, everybody. Thank you so much for coming out, Boston. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. That was a HeadGum Podcast.